Hello and welcome to the Study Apply Thrive Podcast. I am Vita Cash, your host, and I am so glad you're here. This week, we're going to just focus on one passage of scripture that I want you to study and apply so that you can thrive in every area of your life. So go ahead and grab a cup of tea, your journal, a pen and a Bible or your electronic note taker or whatever you have. And let's get into the word of God. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you are having an absolutely wonderful week. I hope you're having a wonderful year, a wonderful month. This week, we are going to study, apply, and thrive in Proverbs 4 and 23. And I'll read it for you from two versions and we'll chat about it a little bit. So Proverbs 4 and 23 in the English Standard Version says, Keep your heart with all vigilance. For from it flow the springs of life. Keep your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the spring of life. And then in the message translation, you ladies know I really enjoy the message translation. It says, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life first starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step and the road will reach out smooth before you. Neither Look neither to the right nor to the left. Leave evil in the dust. Keep your heart with all diligence. Keep your heart with all diligence. Have diligent watch over your heart. I love this passage because it reminds me of the authority and dominion that God has given us over our own bodies. We know from uh, Psalms 8 that it says that he's given dominion over the works of our hands. And we know from Genesis 1 that he's given us dominion over the earth. But here God is reminding us that we have authority or dominion over our own hearts and that he's given us instruction to keep a vigilant watch over it or have diligence about taking care of our heart. And I'm talking about your heart physically, with the condition of your heart, with uh, your cardiovascular health, but I'm also talking about emotionally and mentally with stress, anxiety, relationships, and all of those things. But when I read this, I get excited because I know that there's a place in God's plan for me to have a healthy heart, both physically and emotionally. But it also reminds me of losing weight. Losing weight, in my opinion, is the hardest, easy thing to do. The formula for losing weight on a general, in a general sense is very easy. Eat better food, eat less of it, and move more. Easy. Move more, eat less. Move more, eat less. But all of us listening to this, and even me as I'm teaching it, we know that even though that's a very easy uh, suggestion, it's a very easy formula, it is very hard to do (laughs) that easy thing. And it takes into consideration a lot of different things. It takes into consideration your your diligence level, the level of discipline, but also access, time, finances. So even though eat less, move more sounds like an easy formula, there are a lot of other factors that go into your ability to be successful in that seemingly simple uh, formula. The same holds true with being diligent over your heart, having a vigilant watch over your heart, or the King James says, guard your heart with all diligence. It sounds easy, but sometimes it is dependent on discipline, 
access, finances, and other things. And so I want you to remember that, first of all, you have been given the authority from God to have a guard over your heart. You don't have to be open to everything. You don't have to indulge in everything. It's not your responsibility to please everybody. I tell my daughter, who is 12, that it is not her job to make me happy. It is not her job to make anybody else happy. I don't want her growing up thinking that she bears the responsibility of someone else's happiness. I tell her, if mommy's upset, then mommy needs to go talk to God about it. It is not your job to make me happy. It is your job to be obedient. It is your responsibility to do what you're supposed to do. But as far as my happiness is concerned, I need to be able to get that from my relationship with God. That's not your responsibility. What am I doing? I'm training her to guard her heart against the emotional ills of other people. She can be compassionate. She can be caring. She can even want to help. But ultimately, it is not her job to make someone else happy. And a lot of the ladies listening is like, man, I wish I had somebody tell me that before I started dating. (laughs) We all felt like that. It's not her job because I don't want anyone to ever be emotionally manipulative over her or my 20-year-old son. And so as you're guarding your heart, I want you to ask yourself a simple question. Two things. What does heart health look for, look like for you? I'm talking about physically, um, either with your weight or your blood pressure or your BMI or your resting heart rate or how you feel when you work out. Um, what's your maximum heartbeat when, when you're doing cardiovascular exercise, when you're spinning or doing aerobics or whatever it is that you do. And then what do you describe as the peace that you want to always live in your heart so that you're not dealing with stress and anxiety on a regular basis? It is impossible to avoid stress altogether because we encounter stressful stressful experiences, but we don't have to stay in that stressful place. And so what can you do to guard your heart from bad physical health and bad emotional health? And so first of all, get a picture of what that looks like for you. And then secondly, I want you to ask yourself a question. And this is something I want you to ask yourself every single day, several times throughout the day, before you make a decision to eat anything, before you make a decision to indulge in a conversation. Remember, in the message translation, it said, avoid talking out of both sides of your mouth, avoid careless banter, white lies, gossip. It says, look straight ahead. Don't be distracted by the sideshows. Y'all know what that foolishness is. Don't be distracted by that. So before you engage in a conversation, before you decide to eat the donut, before you decide to eat the apple, before you decide to stay up late to binge watch TV, before you decide to wake up early, whatever it is you're doing, I want you to ask yourself, is this choice good for my heart? But now move beyond the instant gratification you're going to feel for uh, saying yes to pizza or saying yes to a phone call, single lady, saying yes to a phone call that you get in the middle of the night and you haven't heard from that dude in three months, from saying yes to all of that, I want you to look past that instant gratification to how you're going to feel tomorrow, how you're going to feel an hour from now and ask yourself, is this choice good for my heart? And that's the beginning of learning how to guard your heart by just simply asking yourself, is this good for my heart? And for some of us, it seems counterintuitive because we're used to putting the needs of everyone else first. We want to take care of everybody else. But I want to give you permission to be selfish in this sense. But it's going to be for everybody else's good because the better condition you're in, the better mom you are, the better wife you are, the better friend, daughter, sister, 
um, entrepreneur, career woman, a society member, whatever, you'll be better for other people when you are better to yourself. And so ask yourself with every decision, I'm going to have some tea. Is this good for my heart? I'm going to have an espresso. Is this good for my heart? I'm going to take a nap. Is this good for my heart? I'm going to work out. Is this good for my heart? I'm going to sit on this sofa for three hours and do nothing. Is this good for my heart? Ask yourself that. And if the answer is no, develop the diligence and the urgency to do something else because you've been given a charge from God and the ability to fulfill that charge to guard your heart with all diligence, to keep your heart, to keep vigilant, vigilant, thank you, uh, watch over your heart. And when you do that, you will be happier your stress level will go down. The people around you will be happier because when you get better, everything around you gets better. So what do y'all, what I want you to do, you already know, study and apply this word, study it, write it down, memorize it, recite it, uh, go over it, meditate on it, apply it by adjusting yourself to it and doing it. And then you're going to see yourself thrive in it. So this week we're studying and applying Proverbs 4 and 23 so that we can thrive in it and have a healthy heart. Thank you for hanging out with me this week. I hope to see you at Flow Church on this Sunday and every Sunday at live.flow-church.tv. Pastor Russell and I are always praying for you as are the elders and leaders and study group leaders and everybody at the church is praying for you all the time. We value you. We love you. We appreciate you. Have fun learning this scripture this week. Have fun studying this scripture, applying this scripture and thriving in it. And let this be your confession. I have a healthy heart, both physically and emotionally. I have a healthy heart. 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 Yeah, you're going to hear me saying that all day long in your mind. Have a wonderful day.